Welcome to the Kickstart Your Book Sales Podcast with USA Today bestselling authors Russell Nolte and Monica Lionel, where you'll learn how to supercharge your book sales, go aggressively wide, and take your author career to the next level. Mistake number seven, underestimating the value of non-exclusivity for direct sales. Um, so this is just based on some of the data that we've collected. So you don't have to be wide in digital. So this is kind of for the KDP people, KDP um, select people. But um, what we've seen with authors who are wide versus authors who are in KU, when you're wide, um, even if you just pull out your books, that are in the, like your main books in the campaign, you pull them out of KDP select for a period. We see those publishing projects go um, to 50 to 70% profitability as opposed to 30 to 50% profitability, pretty much right off the bat. So the reason why is that digital products balance the rising cost of physical products. Um, but this is like almost across the board. If you are wide, um, then you are probably in the 50 to 70% range of profitability. Like we, we see this over and over again. If you are not wide, then you're, you're very lucky if you hit 50% profitability and like more common is the 30%. Um, authors who are wide or pull their fo- the focus of their Kickstarter campaign wide during their project, they tend to raise about 40% more than they would have. And a lot of that is because of the digital rewards. So um, lots of backers love digital rewards on Kickstarter. Um, I don't know if this is also true on Patreon. I think it probably is, but I, I just don't have all the data on it the way I do with Kickstarter. But we pretty much know that those people raise 40% um, more. And almost all of our, like we have a bunch of, um, actually, yeah, we have a bunch of people who hit, you know, over 10k probably like six or seven now. And that's very new. We just started to see those over the summer. Um, But we have like six or seven students who have hit 10K or like 9,600, like was I think one of them um, on their very first Kickstarter campaign. And um, almost, I, I think every single one of those people, they were wide. So we've, we see people who have KU books and stuff, but um, they're like, I ha- and I haven't done this. I kind of want to, but I also don't want people to feel like we're like so pro wide. But um, we we've you know just like kind of anecdotally, I think that the average raise in a campaign for KDP Select authors is probably significantly lower, um, like several thousand dollars lower than it is for wide authors. Uh, just because I'm thinking like. The wide authors that I've seen are usually raising about 3000 to 10000 and the KU authors that I've seen are raising about 1000 to six or 7000 Um The range is just different. So I don't know. I just, I think it's a little bit easier to do these. Uh, like you, again, you can definitely do this if you're in KDP Select. Uh, and you can also, um, you can also, be in KDP Select and have the book essentially wide. So if you do like a pre-order or or if you like launch on Kickstarter first, for example, um, then you're not dealing with KDP Select for that series. Um, So you can definitely do it. But we've just seen like the wide authors are really doing 
they're just doing like a lot better financially um, on Kickstarter. So if you're KU committed, you can use fan-based platforms as a first revenue stream, or you can increase your digital products. So instead of using eBooks for digital, because that's what is, you know, I don't want to say stuck in exclusivity because I don't want to be negative, but like that is, that is the thing that you're kind of missing in your campaign. You can come up with other digital stuff like audio commentary, digital printables, posters, digital artwork, world building guides, and more. So you can kind of make up for it that way. Um, but we just, we just see right now we see the wide authors doing a little bit better. Okay. So I've got, I saw a bunch of questions. Okay. I'm partially wide and plan to go back. Oh, sorry. I'm partially wide and plan to go back to wide. Okay, cool. That's from Gina. Um, okay, here's a question. Sherry asks, can you do Kickstarter for pre-order items even if you're already using Patreon for early access to your story? Um, yeah, I don't see why not. I think with Kickstarter and Patreon, um, lots of people are interested in using both. And, and I think it goes back to Patreon's a subscription membership model. So there are only going to be certain types of readers who are attracted to that, like just to be realistic. And they're probably more like serial readers, um, realistically as well. So um, Kickstarter can be a way to kind of find more fans or also find different fans. So yeah, like a lot of your Patreon people, you know, they may not also back your Kickstarter, but you know, some of, some of your email lists, Maybe they weren't willing to sign up for your Patreon because it's like an ongoing subscription and they don't like those, but they, or it's a serialized thing so they, and they don't like that, but they might be willing to do your Kickstarter campaign because it's like, okay, this, this looks a lot like what I get at an, on Amazon. Um, I'm just pre-ordering a book. I pay once, I get my thing and then we move on, right? Like, like I don't owe you anything beyond that. And so I think it could be a different reader for you. Um, and really doing it as a pre-order it, like, as far as the, as far as the KU stuff goes, um, you know, it could be, it could be that it goes to Patreon first and then it goes to Kickstarter and then it goes to retailers. It can definitely be that too. And, and I think there are lots of authors who are kind of struggling with this of like how they want to use all these platforms and when do I publish at each platform and like what purpose does each platform serve in my business um, and even I'm trying to figure that out because I want to use all these platforms uh, and I'm not doing so I'm kind of mostly in on Kickstarter right now let's see one more question can I put it on my Patreon leave it there and do a Kickstarter um, yeah I think you can but it's going to take away the backers that would be there um, I don't know if that makes sense. So like anytime you're dividing your, anytime you're dividing your resources or dividing your attention, um, dividing your audience, you're going to have, you know, fewer results on both platforms really. So you'll have some people who are like, I don't want to do, you know, like, like I don't want to do Patreon. I'll do Kickstarter. And some people who are like, I don't want to do Kickstarter. I'll do Patreon. Um, and so I don't know. I think I would, I think if it were me, if I had already set things up on Patreon and I was already kind of like consistent with it, 
Um, I think I would probably leave it up and I would look for readers outside of my Patreon subscribers. Cause I, I really do think that they, that is a different person in many ways. Um, that is willing to do the, that is like excited to do the Patreon. To me, the, the Patreon is actually like your chorused fans. Um, cause the Kickstarter thing is like, like, it's essentially like, I'm willing to buy your book. I'm, I'm just willing to spend, spend more money than I would on a retailer. Um, in the sense that like, maybe I'm backing your campaign for a hundred dollars instead of buying your book on a retailer for like five dollars. But with a Patreon, it's like, I'm not just backing you once. I'm backing you like every single month until I remember to cancel if I want to cancel or until I decide to cancel. Um, so I don't know. I think it's, I don't know if that helps. All right. Let me pull this back up again. Okay. Um, okay. And then Miss Swift says, thank you. Very helpful. Yeah. Happy to share all this. Okay. So more resources, the Kickstarter group again, facebook.com slash groups slash Kickstarter novel. And then this is another resource that I like, especially for the Patreon people. Cause we we're starting to get into teaching like subscriptions, memberships, but we're not doing a ton with it yet. And um, we don't have a course on it or anything. It's not a big part of our courses. So I really recommend this group called subscription for authors that is on Facebook and you it's probably easier to search for it than to click on that link or, or type in that link. Um, but basically it's the, this team, um, that's building a software product called Ream. And so Ream is, it, it is essentially subscriptions for authors. It's like a Patreon feature Patreon competitor. Um, but the co-founders of that are really, really smart. They're, um, they're in, they're kind of like a Gen Z, um, Gen Z age range, uh, but they, and which, which is good. Um, I think it's a benefit because I think subscription models, um, a lot of the readers for that are much younger. And so I think that's why both of them have really been pretty successful with, um, like, well, one of them is very, very successful with Patreon. Her name is Amelia Rose and she, uh, she does like serialization on Patreon and I'm assuming she's going to move to Ream <laughs> once they're up and live and ready. Um, and then the other co-founder is Michael Evans, and he is like really, really good at this too. Um, he he's a writer. He is like a Harvard student. He is um, gosh, he's worked for like a number of entrepreneurs. He's just like way <laughs> way beyond his years, basically, um, and and has just a really really strong understanding of the, me um, the mechanics at play, um, for subscriptions. So definitely super interesting guy to talk to as well. Um, and so I, I just really recommend their group too. Uh, and, and I barely ever recommend groups that are not mine and Russell's, but, um, they're, they're very awesome people and looking forward to learning more from them. And then of course we have a book, get your book selling on Kickstarter. Um, I, obviously really recommend it. But I think if you're going to do a Kickstarter or even if you're just going to do direct sales, uh, there's so much in this book that I think is really helpful. And I talked about chapter six and how I think it's, it's just, it's literally just about psychological triggers. Um, I think it's just a really, really good thing to get into if you haven't uh, looked into that yet. 
That's at kickstartyournovel.com. You can find links to where to purchase it everywhere. Thanks so much, everybody. Bye. Thank you so much for hanging out with Monica and Russell on the Kickstart Your Book Sales podcast. If you found this episode helpful, make sure to visit kickstartyourbooksales.com slash free to download our best resources to help supercharge your author career and take it to the next level starting today.